Okay, we want to speak today about a din that we found in the halacha about the 40 days of a woman in her pregnancy. The first 40 days. And then what's considered um, afterwards, after the 40 days, What? how do we look at the ubar, at the embryo, after 40 days, within 40 days, after 40 days. Now, when you take a look at the entire pregnancy, the question comes in many different different aspects, and when the poskim speak about it, it's most common when they speak about having an abortion on a baby that's growing in the mother's stomach, whether it is within the 40 days, but after the 40 days. Now, if you take a look at the Sforim, many Sforim speak about the topic, but we'll try to concentrate on the one that took it full force, and that was Moshe Feinstein. In Chelek Bet in Choshen Mishpat, he brings down very strongly that making an abortion is a form of retzicha. So you're, you're murdering the baby. This is a debate that's not only in Torah. This is a debate also that uh, you'll find uh, even the government debating whether you're on the right or the left. It's an old question. But we'll try to see, obviously, the way the Torah looks at it. Moshe Feinstein was, was um, pointing to a sefer that was written. And he said that sefer he allowed killing a baby in the stomach if the parents can't handle it, which means, let's say the baby would, um, the testing would show that he's not going to be a regular baby, he would have defects, he would have different issues. So for that, that Sefer said that it's permitted to, uh, to kill the baby. And he based his psak on a tosfot in Masechet Nida, as we're going to see. And he based his psak also on a ma'arit, famous ma'arit, that we'll see also. And uh, he also collected other poskim as well to come out with such a psak. And he made like a sfeik sfeik, a collection of psakim. And he came out with like a sfeik sfeik, to be matir, to have an abortion on a baby. Fumed on that tshuva, he said Shari Lemare, he made a mistake, and Hashem should forgive him, and nobody should rely on him, and Lismochalav, Shari Lemare. Now I want to tell you something as an introduction. We'll speak about this again later. When you come to a psak, halacha, it's very important to understand what stands in front of you. Which means if you have a question that comes on your table, which is basar bechalav, hilchot shabbat, hilchot tolaim, and you want to be you want to be mepalpel with the dinet Torah, sfeik sfeika, maybe mimatir mikos rov tzedim, it's a isur derabanan, it's a minhag to be matir on certain scenarios. That's fine, kach darkash el Torah. But when it comes to some issues, you don't use sfeik sfeika to be matir. In other words, like this. Let's say you have a guy you don't like, right? Your neighbor. He harasses you. Now you're going to find in the Torah 
one safek why it's okay to kill him begrama, and second safek why is it mitzvah? You don't, and, and you come out with a, you know, and, and that's it. You kill him begrama and all good, right? Grama you're not chayav, and then you lower the isur with another reasoning. And I want to tell you something. You can be matir any isur in the Torah with a fake speaker. Rabbi Meir was matir shrotzim ba'arbaim v'teshat te'amim, which means if you want to use such a technique, you can collect psachim and be matir everything you want. And this is basically, it's a derech psak. Now, Sfaradim used those those klalim, uh, and being metzaref kulot, much more than Ashkenazim do. Late uh, generation, in our generation, even Ashkenazim started adopting this mahalach. But in previous generation, it was not like that. It would be more Sfaradim would adopt such a mahalach, and Ashkenazim would be more strict, whether it's mutar or asur. Ah, you can collect for me a lot of different reasons to be matir. That's not derech hapsak. But even Sfaradim, it, does, it, 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 doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense to go and pass a psak to be matir, killing a baby in, 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 in the mother's stomach, just because it's hard for the parents to raise such a baby. And this is what Moshe felt, you know, it, it went into his kishkas. You can see from the tshuva how he speaks very harshly. And he's correctly so. Now you would think that those that came to argue, that the posek that came to argue, would at least, you know, we're talking about Moshe Feinstein. Moshe Feinstein was gdolator by any measure. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't argue on Gdolado. We spoke about this in the past. One is allowed to argue on Dolado. Rechamo Vadya speaks about this many times in his Chuvot, in the Akdamatu Omer, in the Akdamatu Alichot Olam. And he speaks about this in various places. But one of the Klalim that he tells you very clearly is that if you want to argue, you have to also do it with respect. I want to read you the Lashon that he answers, this Sefer answers, Ramoshe. He said, and, and, and it's just, just, you know, it's mind-boggling the way you talk to Ramoshe. Because Ramoshe, in any measure, was bigger posek than uh, the average poskim. Even if you wrote a large amount of sparim, it doesn't still give, get you to the level of Ramoshe. And you can't speak to that even to a posek in your level or lower than you. So this is the, the way he writes Ramoshe. Im kol kavod is already... Im kol is not... Honorable introduction. I want to explain this something. If somebody comes and tells you, with all due respect, that means he's coming to disrespect you. <laughs> That's what it means. Whenever I see somebody comes and tell me, with all due respect, I'm like, <laughs> I know what's coming. <laughs> I know what's coming. Right? Im kol akavod, eneni roi bechol dvarav sheesh bem kedei listor et dvarai baze besifri shabaniti otam al yesodot chazakim shel chavilot chavilot gedolei aposkim arishonim vachonim asher mipim manuchaim. With all that he said. Is nothing to come and and, and, and be listor and, and take away everything that I said. Like I build up such a strong psak. Moshe says something. He doesn't have the power, the strength to be so ter my psak. Listen to the way he talks to Moshe. This that he picked a certain way of understanding the Rambam. He says to Moshe. And makes mistake, asiyat shibushim. It's more than mistake. It's like, you know, how do you say shibushim in English? Like distort. 
the way you distort divrei atosfot, v'tauyot lemachbir besfarim, he piles mistakes in the sfarim, ad kedei istabchut v'irvuv devarim, he's so much that Ramoishet gets tangled in his psakim, and he mixed up his words, or lavo v'litchot divreim bekash, or he takes away those psakim with nothing, because litchot divreim bekash means that you have nothing to argue, you just let go with Dochet Divrayim Bekash, or Be'aftarat Mimrot Shedivrayim Enam, Ushitchakmu, Vesheshar Ulaim Arayu, and Bechol Zekamuvan Bechdei Hashev Klal. That's how he talks to Ramosh. Now, if I would tell you who it is, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, it's not some kind of, uh, some kind of uh, nobody, right? The Balabos that's speaking. So, he keeps on going, and he says on another, on another, uh, um, you know, this was back and forth. So in another place, he writes the same leshonot on Ramosh. He says like this. I want to show you some of the Lashonot. He writes like this in another sefer. In name Kol HaKavod, Lo Adoni, Lo Zu Aderech. V'chaim anu al pi gdolei adorot, v'emat tarchu kol echad v'echad lefi darko levairo l'amid kavanatam, kavanat divrei tosfot benidav liyashvam. Which means he comes to like talk to Ramoyshe like a little kid. Lo Zu Aderech. You can imagine you go now to Rav Chaim Kandiyavsky. And he said a certain psaac, and he wrote it. He said, Lo Adoni, Lo I'm sorry, you're not, you, 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 you didn't pick the right path. You, know, you don't talk to, to Gdolea Tor like that. Okay, it keeps on going. But I want to take you now to the Sigai itself. Just, this is something that eats me up already for a long time, because it's Pashut that Rav Moish is correct over here. Even, I'm saying even, if you write on your psakim, let's say, yeah, that you base it on this and that, and you make yourself a nice uh, sfeik sfeik, uh, or, you ma- or nice, you know, uh, you bring enough to, to, to feel that it's comfortable to be matir. That's all good when you're talking about every other issue in the Torah, like shaving, like basar uh, bechalav, like ilchot, I don't know what. But when it comes to killing a person, it comes to killing a baby that's living, breathing in the mother's stomach, you don't use those, those kind of uh, those kind of halachot, um, those kind of maremekomot that we're mentioning in order to build up such a psak. Ah, let me take you to the psakim and I'll explain to you where it comes from and you see that that's what it is. Okay, so first of all, Ramoshe writes that you have an open tosfot in Sanhedrin Nuntet and it's also in Chulin, the tosfot speaks and says that to kill a baby is asur. Although a person would not mitchayev on that mita, right? Which means the doctor that committed that uh, murder of the baby in the stomach of the of the mother would not be chayav mita for such a thing, but it's definitely asur. 
And when Tosfot is talking, it's very clear that it's a Isur Torah. And this is how all the Poskim understand that it's a Isur Torah, because we're dealing over there with Yesodot of whatever a Goy is Asur, definitely a Jew is Asur. This is a Yesod that's a Din Torah. It's based all on Dine Torah. And this is how Chacham Ovadia brings in Chelek Daled, in Yabia Omer, in Eben Ezer. And this is Davar that's Muskam. So Tosfot says in two places that there's a Yisur Torah to kill babies. And this is what Omer brings down, Lealacha. Also the Rambam brings such a thing. Rambam in Perekalef, Ilchot Rotzeach Alachatet, he brings down that the only time you can kill a baby is when the mother is not going to make it. She's going to die because of the baby. So the Rambam says, in such a scenario, the baby is considered a rodef. And because a rodef, one is allowed to kill. Otherwise, you're not, obviously, you're not allowed to kill him. He's a nefesh. He's a nefesh, and therefore, you're not allowed to kill the baby in order to save the mother. But when you have somebody that's rodef after the mother, he chases after the mother to kill the mother, so this is considered a rodef, just like the Torah speaks about a rodef that goes and runs after Nara Meorasa or after somebody else to kill him. He's, you're allowed to kill that rodef ben Afshu. So be. Sorry? It's an obligation. You have to save. You have to save the mother. Well, you know, you're asking a good question, but when we're dealing with Dine Rodef, over here there's a lot of discussion whether it's Mamash Rodef or Ke Rodef. Do we go like the Rambam in this Alachayf? You're asking a question that requires a Psaq by itself. But right now we, we, we only on the basics, right? On the basics, you see over here that uh, there's a Rambam and there's a Tosfot in a couple of places. The problem with that is that you have also Tosfot in Nida, that the Tosfoti Nida seems to indicate otherwise. The Tosfoti Nida is in Daf Memdaled Amudbet. And I'll read you what it Tosfot says. Tosfot says the following. You're allowed to kill the stomach, the, the, the baby in the stomach. So to ask a question, if you can kill the baby in the stomach, so why is it that if the baby is in danger, you mechalel Shabbat on such a baby? How would you be mechalel Shabbat on such a baby? Let's say the mother's dead. And um, there's, by the way, there's a chiluk between if the mother dies or she was murdered. Because if the mother dies, the, the Gemara says that the baby dies before the mother. That's if she dies a death by herself. If somebody murdered her or she got killed, by any other way, the baby doesn't have to die. So you have to save the baby right away. So if it's on Shabbat, So it says, Even though you're allowed to kill the baby, for Shabbat, for, for Pikuach Nefesh, you're allowed to be Mechalel Shabbat. Anybody that reads this Tosfot sees there's like a contradiction in the words of the Tosfot. In one hand, you can save the baby because it's considered a living baby and you could be Mechalel Shabbat on such a baby. If you considered this baby as a nefesh and you could be Mechalel Shabbat, so how is it that you can kill the baby? Like what's going on? You can kill the baby, but you must be Mechalel Shabbat to save the baby. How does it work out? So this is the question Rabbi Moshe has. He says that it's impossible that Tosfot said what he said, and obviously it's a ta'ut sofer. It doesn't mean mutar la'arog, it means lo chayav. If you, if you kill such a baby, you're not obligated. You're not 
מתחייב מתאפו קליקסט, שבייביסיט זה סטיל אין דה סטומק. אבל אתה לא מתחייב להקיל בייבי, אבייסלי, ולא יכול להיות שבייבי יכול להקיל בייבי, אנחנו מדברים על רק להקיל בייבי, למה אתה יכול להקיל בייבי? כל פעם שאתה יכול להקיל בייבי, זה להקיל את That's what Omoyche says, it's a Ta'ut Sofer. Actually, the Yavit says over here that Tosfot is love, Dafka. What Tosfot means is not that you permit it. Rather, Tosfot means that you are not Chayav. But Omoyche says the Lashon of Tosfot doesn't mean that. So obviously it's a Ta'ut Sofer. On that, many of the Poskim Achronim came to ask on, on, on Omoyche, one minute. Uh, Tosfot says something, you can't just change the words of Tosfot. to mean Ta'ut Sofer. And we do find that many of the poskim spoke about this Tosfot, trying to explain it. So how could you determine that it's a Ta'ut Sofer? That's the question of the Mishneh Alachot, that's the question of the Shevet Alevi, that's the question of Rav Chatzil Rot, and so on and so forth. And this is the question that that Posek comes to ask on Ramosh's head on, very stark, the way we saw. But we need to understand like this. Whether it is Ta'ut Sofer or it's not Ta'ut Sofer, Moshe understood that it's impossible. Sometimes you see in front of your eyes that it's impossible to say that it's not a Ta'ut Sofer. First of all, the contradiction of Tosfot. You have Tosfot in Sanhedrin and in, in, uh, in Hulin that say clearly, clearly, 100% clear that it's a sur to kill a baby. It's a sur Torah to kill a baby. They can. They can. But it's, 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 it's still a question. You have a contradiction, it's still a question. That's first of all. Secondly, it's not, it's, it's against the Svara to say that one is allowed to, uh, to murder a baby. It's not, it's, it's, it's mamash, uh, something that, that, that blows your mind. It's not something that's misdabir. That was, so Ramosha was forced to say that this can't mean what it means. So that's already enough for those poskim to say, well, minute, but Tosfot says it, Tosfot says it. And we explained before, even if Tosfot looks at the power of Ramosha, the power of Ramosha, even if Tosfot says something, Ramosha says it's Asur, and Tosfot is a Ta'ut Sofer. That's Ramosha. And somebody else that would come and say, oh, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. You can't talk like this to Ramosha. You know what it means? In Shamaim, this is Ta'ut Sofer. That's what it means. That's what it is. And all the poskim that would say otherwise, on such a subject, you're not going to be able to go along with them. Because this is not... a psaq on Yilchot Shabbat, this is not a psaq on, on, on eating uh, on your kitchen, something kosher, less or kosher more, it's not a question on Chalav Yisrael or Chalav Akum. Well, the Rishonim do speak, but they don't speak in such a Lashon. The Ramban has such a Mashmaut. Let's see a little bit further. Now... ברור שעניינים רגשיים, אבל אני אומר לך עוד פעם, אתה לא... נכון, לכן אני הקדמתי ואמרתי, אמת, כבודו צודק, לא ככה פוסקים הלכות, אבל זה לא נפסוק ככה הלכות שמדובר על שאר דברים, שמדובר על ענייני רציחה, אם אתה עכשיו תמצא לי תוספות שאומר שמותר לך להרוג את השכן שלך עם האף שלו, לא מצא חן בעיניך, אז לא יהיה המשמעות, אני מאוד מצטער, אז אתה... אתה טועה פה בהבנת התוספות, או שיש פה טעות סופר, אתה לא יכול לקום ולהרוג את השכן שלך כי אף שלו לא מצא חן בעיניך, אין דבר כזה, אפילו תמצא תוספות מפורש שאומר מותר להרוג את השכן אם אף לא מצא חן בעיניך, נכון איבגי? אתה מצאת תוספות כזה, מה תגיד? יאללה בוא נלך על זה, הזדמנות, נכון? ככה הוא מבין, 
לא, אני פשוט אומר, לתינוק הרי יש לו דין שונה. גם הפיינשטיין מבין שיש לו דין שונה, כי פה אנחנו כבר מתחילים לדון... הוא לא מבין שיש לו דין שונה. לא, אנחנו מתחילים לדבר... נכון, לגבי זה. למה אדם חי או לא נחשב בן אדם חי? מה המשמעות של תינוק שנמצא בתוך הבטן? אז עכשיו שאנחנו מתחילים לדון בכלל מה המשמעות של תינוק, אז זה לא כמו שאני עכשיו מדבר, טוב, האם מותר לי להרוג את השכן שלי כי הוא עצבן אותי או לא. אנחנו מתחילים לדבר על בן אדם, על דבר שאנחנו עדיין לא התייחסנו אליו, חשיבות אפילו של חי. אז ודאי, ודאי, אז לכן אני... לכן אני אומר לך, לכן אני אומר לך שהפוסקים, עוד מעט נראה את המהלך, נראה עוד פוסקים ועוד פוסקים, אבל הם מסתכלים על העובר כיצור חי. עכשיו, בסברה גם אפשר להגיד בדיוק הפוך ממה שאתה אומר, מכיוון שהיום מסתכלים את זה, היום קוראים לזה חסרי ישע. אם אתה הורג את השכן שלך זה נשקפה לך, כי הוא לא חסר ישע. אבל אם אתה הורג תינוק עובר שלא יכול להגן על עצמו, אתה הורג חסר ישע, אתה אכזרי שמן כמוהו. The problem is that you have a maharit. The maharit writes clearly that it's mutar. You read the maharit, the maharit's lashon, he writes that it's mutar. I want to read you a little bit the maharit so you get an idea. And he says the following, let's see inside. What is it? נכון, 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 כבודו צודק, אז פה הפוסקים אומרים, זה אחד הראיות של המעריט, כבודו צודק, זה אחד הראיות של המעריט, שהנה אתה רואה שאפשר להרוג את התינוק, משמע שמותר להרוג את התינוק, רוצים להרוג את האימא, אז אתה הורג את התינוק קודם, רואים מפה שזה מותר, אז פה הפוסקים דוחים את זה, פה רמוי שדוחה את זה, וחכם עובדיה דוחה את זה, כל הפוסקים דוחים את הראיה הזאת של המעריט, זה הראיה של המעריט מה שאתה אומר. כיוונת. הם אומרים שמכיוון שפה אה, הוא חלק מהאימא שלו, והרי שאתה הורג אותה, אז אתה הורג גם את העובר, אז לכן אתה יכול גם להרוג אותו מ- קודם כדי לא לנבל את האימא. בוא נראה את, בוא נראה את זה בפנים. כותב המעריט, זה המעריט זה בחלק א' סימן צדיק ט'. ששאלתם אם מותר להתעסק עם עקום אחת להתעבר, אני מדלג את כל זה, מגיע ישר לעניין שלנו. והוא אומר ככה. הוא אומר ככה, תשובה, להתעסק עם אלה שתתעברנה היינו מתניתין, בת ישראל לא תיאלט את הנוחית, מפני שיאלט את בן עבודה זרה, ומי הוא בשכר, שער עם אישום איבה. אלא שהיה נראה לומר שלעניין זה להתעסק בפרועתה לא שייך אחא איבה שאין הדבר ניכר לעניין שאינו רוצה לרפאותה שהרבה עשו כן ולא הועילו ויש במה לתלות ולקה טעם הדאיבה He goes over here first he explained באינו ישראל Now he goes into דין ישראל מי הוא נראה שכל שהוא רופא מומחה ורופא לישראל לא יותר אחרות איכא איבה עם 
עם נער מרפואתם ולהטותם ליטול ממונם ולא להשתתל ברפואתם. And he writes, אין כאן, עיבוד נפשות אין כאן, אפילו בישראל נפלים לאו נפשו. נפל, which means as long as he's still in the stomach, the ubar, is not considered a baby, is not considered a nefesh, is not considered a living uh, person. וממון הוא דחייב רחמנה דמי ולדות לבעל, דכתיב כאשר השית עליו בעל האישה. Which means, if a person hurts the baby, kills the baby, all he owes is mamon. Just like we see that a person that uh, hit a woman's stomach, and the baby fell, so the Torah says you have to pay dmei vladot to the husband. Uveresha nechnakim ovina v'yitzrech l'michtav makai ish v'met, v'yitzrech l'michtav kol makai nefesh. Why the two psukim, makai ish v'met? And why is it that you have makai nefesh, two psukim? What's the difference? If you write only Maken Nefesh, I would think also Nefalim. It's not Nefalim. You see that Nefel is Mutar, it's nothing. But before is Ben Yomo, it's permitted. And he brings in, says, the ra'ya that you brought, rather, you kill the baby beforehand. The Gemara says it's pashut, of course you can kill the baby like if, if she's going le'areg. So just from the lashon, pshita, gufai, what do you mean pshita? Pshita that you can kill the baby, that's not pashut at all. That's a fidush nifla. It says, you see from here, you see from here, pshita, nevashot, en nidnud klal. That's not a chidush at all. That's nothing at all. That's completely permitted. Those are the rayot that he brings down. This couple of rayot over here, and with this rayot he builds the marit. Was a was a very big posek. So Ramosha says on this marit two things. First of all, there's a second marit that contradicts this marit, and he says over there that it's a sur. And he says Ramosha that this gotta be tshuva mezuyefet, which means somebody wrote this tshuva. It's not the marit. That's what he writes. Which one's later? Huh? Which one's later? Oh, so some want to say, some say your point. Some say that why should you say it's mezuyaf, which is, you know, en la davar sof. And that's what this posek wanted to go against Rav Moshe. On one hand, you're telling me tosfot is taut sofer. Over here, you're telling me it's mezuyaf, and you're mixing things up. That's how we, that's how we speak. But you could have wrote, they say, that the Marit retracted this psak. Rav Eliashiv in Kovetz Tshuvot has over here, he explains this Marit to, to fit both, to not have a contradiction. But regardless, you have a Marit. Now, Rav Eliashiv says, okay, so you have a Marit, but many poskim argue on this Marit. But you have such a Marit. Fine. Lemaisa like this. Rav Moshe says that this Marit is Mezuyaf, as we explained, and Chacham Ovadia brings down that the halacha is not like that also. The halacha would be that it's asur midoraita to kill the baby. So when we go into the question, what the later poskim say, we mentioned few of them. Rav Zilberstein in Torah Yoledet brings down in the end a question that came in front of the Chazonish. The Chazonish also. Is lo katil kane be'agma. Chazonish was uh, one of the biggest poskim 
that's not from from his generation. He was considered the posek that from previous generations, right? He was Gdolador by far. And he writes over here from Sefer Chidushim Ubiurim, Erchin Zain. He says like this: Churani Sheba Maasel Ifne Marana Chazonish. Imutar Larog Ubar Mishum Sakanat Ever Leimo. The mother is going to lose a limb unless you take out the baby. Should you remove the baby, kill the baby, so the mother wouldn't use, lose a limb? Sometimes, for instance, it could be the Chuvot Vanagot in Chelek Gimel speak about a case that the mother would become blind or deaf, right? In Siman Shinun Tet, Imutar Lapil Avlad Tochmem Yom, Bemakom Shesh Hashash Imotit Choresh Vodidianim. So he speaks about the 40 days that we still need to touch. But Chazunish, uh, when the question came in front of the Chazunish, he says that it's Asur to kill the baby. Which means the Poskim understood that one is not allowed to kill the baby. The only time you can kill a baby is when it's, when it's complete danger to the mother, which means the mother would not make it. So he explains, or Yitzchak Zilbashan explains, that the, it's clear like that in the Rambam. Because what did the Rambam say? Let's read the Rambam inside. The Rambam says, Afsu mitzvat lo tase, shelo lachus al nefesh arodef. He asked before, if you have a rodef, do you have to kill him? The answer is yes. Obviously, there's a din that if you could be matzil be'echad me'evarav, if you could take him out other ways, right? You could uh, shoot his, his legs, right? Like they do today in the Israeli army. You first shoot in the air, then you shoot to the right, to the left, on the floor, until the person is coming to stab you, then first in the, in the, in the feet, until the person is already stabbing you on the, on the fifth stab before he takes you out, then you can kill him. So whoever... That's the way it works, right? No, I'm, I'm making, I'm making letzanut of what happens in Israel, not chas v'shalom what the Torah says. The Torah says that if you could kill, if you, if you could shoot him and take him down without killing him, yeah. that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. But if you can't, so you kill him, no question about it. Abale or gechashkem? No, you're not chayav. I'm not saying you're chayav. Someone else. We're talking about Rodef that somebody else saves him. When it's somebody that's run, running after you, that's when it comes to kill somebody else, that he has a Din Rodef. If you could take him out without killing him, you shoot him on the feet, and fine. If you can't, you have to make sure to kill him before, right? So, Af Zuz has a Rambam Mitzvat Lota, says, al Nefesh Rodef. You can't, like, you know, you say, okay, you know, one of them is going to die. Why should he be the, the one that's chasing? Well, let them, let them work it. I'm not getting involved. Let them work it out themselves. You can't do that. It's a mitzvah lotase. Lefichach, horucha chamim sha'ubara shimakshah liled, a woman that's giving birth, and you see that she's not going to make it, she's going to die in the labor, you're allowed to kill the baby, cause um, the baby to go out, in order to save the mother. So says, uh, this, so it comes out, meduyak from here, that if you learn this way the Rambam, you could kill the baby because he's a rodef. He's a rodef to kill the mother. But let's say he's not rodef to kill the mother. He's going after one of the limbs of the body. 
which means if she continues having the pregnancy, she'll become deaf, she'll become blind, she'll become something else, right? In that scenario, we're saying that she can't, she can't kill the baby. She's is a nefesh, and dochim nefesh mipnei nefesh. Although that talachad and dochim nefesh mipnei nefesh was said only when the baby took out his head, orubo shelti nok, but you still consider such a baby in order to save him that the mother, uh, as long as the mother doesn't die, even though one of the limbs would go out, right? This is what comes out according, clearly, according to Chazonish, this is a diuk of what Rav Yitzchak uh, Zilberstein. Now, I'm reading you what he writes over here, and I'm repeating what uh, Rav Moshe writes. He brings down here. He says that Rav Moshe writes that what the Ma'arit brought down is tshuva mezuyefet mezetalmit toe. The Marit himself retracts and he says differently. You see that the Marit goes against the Rambam that we just mentioned, and the Marit contradicts himself. So obviously, is Chuva Mezuyefet Mezetalmid Toe. Now, we explained that the Rav Yashiv is Meyashev de Marit. But still, Rav Yashiv says that although we could be Meyashev de Marit, which was a very big posseh, but the other poskim that disagree with what the Marit wrote over here, and the halacha would be that it's Asur. Not only he holds that it's Asur, Rav Shlomo Zaman Obach also brings that it's Asur. In Erchei Refuah, you'll see it over there in Chele Gimel, that it's Asur to kill a baby under any circumstances unless he has a din that is... is, is uh, is going to cause the mother to die, as we explained before. And of Rav Chaim Pinchas Scheinberg also writes like this. He says the following: You're not allowed to kill the baby, even if it's going to cause the mother to lose limbs. You said that maybe because she's giving him life, so over here she's losing some important limbs of the body. She doesn't have to sacrifice limbs from the body for the baby. Says Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Scheinberg, Zo mitzvata shela latet lo chayut. She, that's her mitzvah. You can't kill the baby if you're not, unless you are stuck to the point that you're going to lose your life. V'afilu besakanat ever shelaem, asur. Deyesh barikat ha'ubar, isur retzicha. So we see that, you'll take a look throughout the poskim, they all bring also the same thing. Which means, and Ramosha explains, he says that that Posek that was wanted to be Matir, he misunderstood this, and he didn't write on the Yavet and on this. He brings all the Poskim that he brings down. The Ma'ari, he didn't bring the Tsuva in Tzadik Zayn, that it says that it's Asur. The Yavet that we mentioned before, that it says that it's Asur. Uh, he explains that the Tosfot in Nida to mean that it's Asur. Now, what about the 40 days? Within 40 days, we do find a machloket. I want to tell, I want to take you through a gemara before we see. First of all, this new gemarot that speak about baby within 40 days. There is a gemara. There is a gemara that says that within 40 days the baby is Maya bealma. It's water. And if you take a look at the poskim that uh, that try to explain what happens with 40 days. Around the 40 day is when the heart starts to get, uh, to, to form. Which means before the 40 days, the baby has a certain shape already. 
it doesn't look like a human, it looks more like an animal. But at, at around the 40 days, the heart starts getting a certain shape. So this is something that happens within the 40 days. There is a Gemara in Brachot, Daf Samech, and the Gemara says over there that one is not allowed to pray Tfilat Shav. It's Alakha in Resh Lamed. The Gemara, the Alakha says that a person that his wife was pregnant, Aitai Shomu Uberet, Achar Arbaim Yom Liibura, Ve'amar Iratzon Sheteled Ishti Zachar, Arezu Tfilat Shav. If your, pre- your wife is pregnant already, 40 days, and you pray that the, the baby would be a zachar, that's called a tefillat shav. Why is, it, why is it a tefillat shav? Because any tefillah l'she'avar, something that happened already, it's a tefillah with no meaning, because it's already there. So the examples to that would be what it says, Amitpalel al she'avar, says the Shulchanur, Kegon shama kol He walks into his neighborhood, and he hears people screaming. So now it could be from his house, it could be from somebody else's house. So he says, Yiratzon, he prays, Yiratzon shelo yezeh, kol zeh betoch beiti. It should not come from my house. Now this is tefillat shav because it happens already. Whatever happened, happened already. Somebody's screaming. Your praying is not going to change that now. It's called tefillat shav. One of the examples is that a woman that's pregnant already for 40 days. But this is a very hard Gemara. Because what's the difference if it's within 40 days or before the 40 days? Everybody knows that the gender of the baby is decided with the zera that was mazria, the beitza, in the very first moment. Everybody knows that you have the chromosomes, and the, the, the woman has only the X, and the husband has the XY, and whenever the zera, whichever zera was penetrating into the egg, that is the way, that is the gender of the baby. And you're not going to change that even a second later. Definitely not within 40 days. So this Gemara is a hard Gemara. Mark Vodomer. Gemara Meforeshet. I'm going to tell you the Gemara. Kvodo asked the question of the Gemara. Let's see the Gemara in the Gemara. Gemara in Brachot Daf Samer. Let's try to understand this sugiya. It's a very, very interesting concept over here. And you should pay attention. Listen to this. It says like this. The Gemara says that It says the Gemara, It doesn't help to pray for a baby after the 40 days? Are you serious? Are you really saying that? Maybe of Yosef Achar Yaldabat Vetikrat Shema Dina. What happened over here? My Vachar, why does it say Vachar? Afterwards, she gave birth to a, to a girl. What's Achar? Amarav Lachar Shadana Leah Din Be'atzma. Leah was pregnant. And now she's having the seventh child. Amra Yud Bet Shvatim Atidim Latzet Miyakov. Shisha Yetzu Mimeni. I already had six boys. Arba Minashpachot. Each Shifra had two. Now we're going to have all together only twelve. Ten already uh, are. are are there already. So there's only two left. If what I have in my stomach is a zachar, and he was a zachar. Tosfot says he was uh, uh, Yosef. He was Yosef. So she was concerned for her sister. 
the Shvachot will have two. My sister has a chance only now for one. She can't have two. At least the embarrassment, right? You remember Rachel took care of Leah. Now Leah is taking care of Rachel. It pays off. But that's what happens. So the way Tosfot explains, that's the Kenim. He explains that Yosef went to the stomach of Rachel, and Leah and Dinah went to the stomach of Leah. Whatever the Gemara says over here, that it was mitapech, which means the baby was mitapech from Zachar to Nekeva. So, you see that the baby could change if you pray, and she prayed, and it changed. Says the Gemara, either and maskirim ma'asenisim. This was a miracle. We're not considering that la'alacha. We're not going to learn from this. Or, second answer, it was within 40 days. And this is how uh, the Mishnah Bura says that achar ba'im yom you can't pray anymore. Shegvar nitzteir tzorat avlad. Within 40 days you could pray and it could change from boy to girl, whatever you pray. And why is that? Why is that? Because within 40 days we see over here from Dina that she was changed from boy to a girl. So the Gemara says over here, the Gemara asks a question. How could you pray within 40 days and change the gender of the baby? We know a rule that it depends who was Mazriat Chila. If the man was Mazriat Chila, it's a Nekeva. If a woman was Mazriat Chila, it's a Zachar. So the Gemara contradicts another Gemara in Nida that tells you that it depends who was Mazriat Chila. Shemar Isha Kita Zriya, Yalda Zachar. If the Isha is Mazriya first, then Yalda Zachar. Says the Gemara, Achabemaz, Kirin Gegon Shezriu Shneim Bevat Achat. And then it's open for your prayer. If the Mazriya Bevat Achat is open for you. So I'm asking again the question, I want to explain this. How could you explain, how could you understand the Gemara over here? Even if the Mazriya Bevat Achat, one of the, the Zera that came in determined in this first second. If it's a boy or a girl, it's not going to change. No, which means it's still Maya Bealma, as the Gemara says. It's only water. It's nothing. There's no. There's nothing you could see. You take a look in the in the in the ultrasound. You're not going to see anything yet. You can't tell the gender within 40 days, so you can change it. So I want to explain to you over here Yesod. The Gemara over here t- teaches us a Yesod Nifla. Of course, the Gemara understands that the Zera is determined right away. The Gemara says that sometimes when it's visible. To us, to one of the senses, we spoke about this in the past. Everything in Torah is according to our senses. If we can feel something in the senses, that has a halachic implications. If not, doesn't have halachic implications. For instance, if you have a bug 
on your salad, but it's less than what you can see with your eyes, you have to use a microscope to see it, it doesn't count as a bug, and you permit it to eat it. That's the very first shuvah. And this is how the Chayadam brings down the Daruch HaShulchan. This is Muskam. If you have an Agiyah in Yilchot Stam between two letters, but you can't see it with your eyes, or you have a Hefsek in a letter and you can't see it with your eyes, it doesn't count. That's the very first Shuvah in the Vem It doesn't count. It has to be felt in your senses. It's a Din, Bekol Torah Kula, Yilchot Shabbat, everything. Now over here, that's what the Gemara says. Within the 40 days, it depends. If the man was Mazriyat Chila, Chazal told you it's a Nekeva. That's it. So praying is not going to help you. Because Chazal told you, Ish ki azriyat chila, yaldaz nekeva. Isha ki tazriyat chila, zachar. That's the way it is. Now praying would also be tefillat shav. You know why? Because isha mazrat chila, yoledet zachar. Gendi. That's the way it is. When is it that it's open field for your prayer? That is when? Shneem izriu bevat achat. Ah, you ask, well, one minute. Something happened over here. It, either it was Zachar or Nekeva. That's determined in the first second. That's true. But you can feel it in your senses. We can't know that. Something that is Nistar, something that is Mechuse, something that is Nifla, something like that, and What does that mean? You could have over here $100, but if it's Samui Minahain, maybe you have 200 Right? Because whatever you can feel with your senses, over here the Torah says you can pray. That's what it means. Within 40 days, you can't know what this baby is. So you, you're allowed to pray. I, but it is, it, it is what it is. Because if it's not Israel together, if we know that Nekeva was Mazriyat Chila, I'm answering you. Because the Torah tells us, You should know that if the wife was Mazriyat Chila, it's Zachar. Finish. Now you can pray from here till tomorrow. The Torah already told you you have a zakhar. That's not going to help you pray. It's pilat shat. If you if you mazria before the wife, so then we're saying that what it's a nekeva. Not, nothing's going to help you to pray from now till tomorrow till the, not, the end of the nine month. Not going to help. But if it's mechuse, you don't know because the shneims bevatachat. You don't know. Now you can pray. Now you can pray because whatever is not known. To Hashem, klapesh malia galia. Kadosh Baruch knows. But in ultrasound, you can't know. You can't know it with your senses. You can't know it with the klalim of Chazal that told you who was Mazriyat Chila. Whatever you can't know, it gives you permission to pray. That's what Chazal tells us over here. This perush is half of a fellow, is Matok Midvash. He tells you also not about here, it tells you a lot of, about other places. But I just want to explain to you this before we end. I want to explain to you this Chuvot Vanagot. He brings down a list of poskim that say that within 40 days, it's not Isur Deoraita, the Zachiezer, Torah Chesed, Bet Shlomo. Take a look inside. He says a Chidush Nifla. He says, even according to them, it's not a Sur Mishum Devlad itself, but it's still a Sur Mishum Otsad Zera Levatala, the Sur according to the way he understands. Asur mea Torah v'isuro chamur tuva. And that's a discussion for itself, whether it's Isur Torah, it's the Rabbanan, whatever it is, that's a discussion for itself. But he says, it's lo gara me'itzur otzahat zera levatala. Tzur otzahat zera levatala, and killing the baby, taking out the baby, even within 40 days, it's the same thing, could be even worse. Because over there it's not niklat, over here it's niklat, that could be worse. But you have over here, to summarize, you have over here, I would say, almost 
throughout uh, the entire uh, uh, spect of, 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 of poskim, from the very beginning until our generation, that said that it's a sur, majority of them say that it's a sur de oraita. And, you, and, and, and the musar that we learn from this is that, yes, one is permitted to be posek with all the klalim of the, of, of the poskim, but when it comes to the dinim of here of Retzichas, sometimes it doesn't apply. Sometimes those things you have to understand, you have a nefesh in front of you. When you have a nefesh in front of you, you can't start giving me all kind of sfeik sfeika to be matir. In, in, in big picture, we can say like this. When you come to um, use halachot of sfeik sfeika, hateterim, orchim acharov, by the way, bepikuach nefesh en orchim acharov, whatever it is, all the dinim that you do, that's good, klapei you and klapei shmaya. Ben Adam Lamakom. But when it comes to Ben Adam Lachavero, you can't use those ideas. You ha- it, 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 there's different rules of how to be posek. But not those rules that is used over here, like, you know, the baby doesn't have a right for anything, and now it's a question, can I take him out or can't I take him out? The way to look at it is the way of Moshe looks at it. A baby has also, uh, it, it, by the way, some say that very nicely. He says, just like you can't steal from a baby, because there's dinim. You can't steal from a baby. Zerusha, for instance. You can't take away from babies. Definitely you can't take from him his life. Which means you have over here somebody else. It becomes ben adam lechavero. You can't just use your personal interest. You know, it's going to be hard for me to raise such a baby. He's a very tough baby. He's a very hard baby. He's, he, has, uh, he, has, he has different things that I can't, you know... I, financial reason, whatever it is, you can find million reasons why you can't have that baby, but in the end of the day, it's another human being, and your hardship can take out and overcome uh, and overrule the fact that he has his own rights and he has his own uh, uh, living nefesh, and you can't take him out for all that. Chazak <laughs>